Hey Mercedes, what's better about the new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter? The new Sprinter has better safety and security as standard, with autonomous emergency braking, alarm and double lock on all doors. With new MBUX 7-inch touchscreen and Apple CarPlay as standard, and the option for me, the Hey Mercedes voice assistant. Hey Mercedes, how's the new Sprinter connected? The new Sprinter has powerful inbuilt telematics, including intelligent route planning, remote tracking and maintenance alerts to keep your business moving. The new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Better connected. Search new Sprinter to find out more. Welcome to Holes with Mark podcast show. And today, hopefully, I'll be talking to Holly Mullins. I might have said that wrong. If I have, she'll probably tell me off. Radio host, beyond the physical radio, owner, operator of the Vibe Radio Network, and initiative healer. And I'm going to say, hopefully, she can hear me. Hello, Holly. Can you tell me a little bit more about your initiative healing? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, well, I'm an intuitive healer, which means I'm an energy worker, and I also do psychic mediumship work as well. And how do you help people with this? Well, um, people usually come to me with... Um, issues in their lives I feel like spirit kind of guides them to me and I'm guided to them uh, I work with the chakras the energy points in the body as well as hands-on healing which is um, laying on the hands um, it's just some um, I feel like the energy points in the body the chakras can dictate things in your life uh, spiritually physically and emotionally and by clearing that negative energy out of the body, it can promote a more healthy, positive life. Have you had any paranormal experiences yourself? Uh, could you repeat that for me? Have you had any paranormal experiences? Absolutely. Um, I've been in, in the, this field for about 12 years. Uh, actually, before I started opening up and figuring out that I had abilities, I was in the uh, paranormal field as a paranormal investigator. So I've had plenty of different experiences in the field. Um, there's just so many different ones. Um, I mean, I could point one out in particular, but it's just um, being in this field, and I think also being psychically open, you always encounter spirits of different kinds. Um, but I guess if I had to pick one moment that stands out the most is when I was at St. Albans Sanatorium in Radford, Virginia. Um, me and some of my friends were doing a scrying session, and we had a um, strobe light going, and there was four of us girls in the room, and me, it was my first time scrying, so this means that you're looking into, for us, it was mirrors that were blacked out, um, and you're just supposed to just concentrate on the mirrors, and you're supposed to start seeing images. So, I wasn't seeing anything, because I struggled with having ADD, attention, <laughs> attention issues, until I got to the last one, and I had told the girls that I started to see a male image, and then my inner thigh got grabbed. But later that night, I went back to a friend's house to stay, and I was laying in bed like 2 o'clock in the morning on Facebook trying to catch up and uh, just, you know, kind of decompress. 
and a man says hi to me just like I, I'm talking to you right now and it was wild because as a psychic most of us know that spirits speak to us more telepathically than they do outwardly and so I got a my first instinct is to go debunk this and like what the hell just happened because someone is messing with me right now and I went across the house where my friend was staying, uh, sleeping, and I knocked on their door, and they were asleep, I woke them up. So I know it wasn't them, and as I was walking back to the, uh, the room to close the door, he had a cat, and that cat just starts going crazy, just Aww. and I knew, I knew at that moment that cat had sensed that energy, too. Well, I laid down on the bed with the lights on. <laughs> and like it was five minutes later that something grabbed my inner thigh and I knew what had happened that I this spirit followed me back to the place that I was staying at so that's one of the more I guess paranormal experiences that I could point out I have tons of personal experiences that I could talk about with my own um, you know abilities and stuff like that it's just, um, it's hard to pinpoint, you know, just one to talk about. So, Kaya, I, I, I find it interesting because I've had a near-death experience myself. You've had a near-death experience? Yes. Uh, well, actually, what happened with me is when I was 16, I started having an out-of-body experience and I didn't know what was going on. And I didn't realize that's what it was at that moment until I was 20, I was about 20, and it kind of like exploded on me. I started having massive experiences with out-of-body, um, or AKA astral projection, all the same thing. Um, and I had no idea what was going on. And I, you know, even in research and I, I couldn't find anything because this is way back. Um, in early 2006, so there wasn't a lot of information that I could find where I knew what to actually put on the internet to, to look for, and my experiences ranged from seeing lights in my room to my, to my bed shaking, which I thought my bed was shaking, but it wasn't. It was actually my body vibration settling, um, and you know, with out-of-body experiences, that's what happens. Some people feel it, some people don't, and for me, I did. And I was actually, one of the more memorable moments, personally, for me, and this happened in my own house because it's part of my out-of-body experience experiences, was that I was laying in bed with my boys, and, and I woke up, I thought I woke up, and there was a man walking toward me. He was not human, although he was dressed human, and he was had the human figure. He was actually... It was like green, and he had this goblin face, and it scared the holy shit out of me. I didn't know what was happening, and that's what prompted me to start doing research. And you know, I finally realized after all these years of research and being spirit led, and kind of letting go and knowing that spirit leads you on your path, that what was happening is I was the spirit on his dimension. When you're having these out-of-body experiences, you're traveling. Um, you can travel through these different planes of existence. And if people in the paranormal would think of it that way, it would probably make more sense 
independence in the field to, to experiment from that point and to see things differently in the paranormal field. Um, do, do you think, what do you think ghosts are? Energy. What kind of energy? I think these are energy from souls. Um, and the spirit is so funny because when we talk about ghosts themselves, um, sometimes people have unfinished business, I believe, so they don't completely cross over it's almost they keep like one foot over on the physical plane um and it's not like people think it is when we when we talk about crossing spirits over it ain't like they're gone poof uh you know they can't come back that's ridiculous by crossing spirits over to me personally that means that i'm healing that that energy that soul that for that person to be able to move on to uh to heal so, ghosts to me is a, a you know, spirits, similar, similar souls of people who still reside here on the earth plane. I've, I believe that our ability to see ghosts or cryptology uh, creatures or UFOs comes from early man, because early man had to be perceptive to his environment. I think part of that is still with us. great benefit from what you do great benefits like what do you mean do do you finally feel like sense of closure I think that people do get closure Um, so many times uh, you know we help people and this is the thing too is like as psychics and mediums we're all healers in that sense because we're helping people get closure. Um, I've helped people, and it's been amazing, uh, because I think if you're truly someone who's on that path, and you're psychic, that, hold on, I'm buzzing, okay, I'm sorry, okay, but I think you're, if you're truly on that path, that, um, you know, it moves you. 
it moves you as someone who works in the psychic field and it helps you grow to help others but yeah absolutely i believe that these people do get closure um if if they're dealing with psychics who are truly who they say they are when you uh, practice your psychic ability do you get any senses do you feel anything while you practice doing your practice so do I feel anything and what was the last part I'm sorry when you do your when you healing someone do you feel anything like energy flowing through you or anything yes. yeah absolutely yeah um <laughs> when I first figured about who I was or was trying to figure out who I was um meditation played a big part and still does in my life because I feel like that that's the way to the, to yourself to grow from within but however um, my hands started heating up. Um, it is a trait of a healer that your hands heat up. Now, you may give off heat, you may give off coolness, but either way, it's just your, your energy that you're giving off. Um, absolutely. I can feel the energy go through my crown chakra from the top of my head and out my arms into people. I can feel people's energies. It's almost it, I don't know if I can really explain how it feels uh, but I know how it feels on other people and people receive it differently some people don't even feel it at all and that's what I tell my clients and the people that I work with I'm like you may not feel anything at all and that's okay um, that doesn't mean that you're not receiving that healing energy but most people who are open uh, they do they do feel something and sometimes people are more open than realize and then it freaks them out because it feels like something pulling over over top of them uh, almost like a magnetic pull I've, 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 I'm a great believer that we that healing the, the word the word healing has been around for centuries pre Christ as well I think it was I think that we had this ability for a long time this is who we are. I mean, if you strip away our vessels, our physical bodies, we're left with that soul body. Um, and everything about that soul body is very spiritual. And people have assumptions of, you know, because of history and what men has taught us that this is the way that it is and was. So many people, I think, look over the fact that some of these abilities in history were, in fact, the attributes of a healer. Now, I, I notice also that you do a radio show. What do you normally discuss on your radio show? I do. Um, it's beyond the physical radio. Uh, I'll be quite honest with you. Like, I'm on the road right now to Florida with my uh, southern gypsies. They're in the car with me. But, um, say hi. <laughs> um, but it's, it's hard to sit down and do my podcast as often as I want want to. But Beyond the Physical is all about, um, it's all about Beyond the Physical, it's spiritual, it's uh, going to the next level, just connecting with that other side, whether it be cryptozoology too, because, um, you know, we could go deeper down that rabbit hole and discuss how, um, talking about the different planes of existence and things like that, and uh, the dimensions, and, um, you know, it's just Beyond the Physical. I started Vibe Radio Network, which is the whole network with... Uh, Ryan Jones. I don't know how long it's been. Three years? Two or three years ago. Um, 
I used to manage it very well, but now since I'm busy on the road all the time with the Southern Gypsies, it's hard. So I, I've stood back a lot and uh, let Ryan take over control of that because I just have too much going on in my life right now. We're on the road every weekend, and um, it, my life's a little bit crazy right now. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about the Southern Gypsies? I like that word. What's that about? Almost a year ago, we're all um, we're all um, psychics, and we are from the South here in the United States. So we are the Southern Gypsies with different abilities. Uh, of course, I'm the intuitive healer. I've got Misty uh, and Ashley. Misty is a tarot card reader. She also does psychic. We all do psychic mediumship work, um, but her and Ashley do tarot card readings. Uh, Rhonda, which owns the Nickerson Sneak House, uh, that's our home base for the Southern Gypsies when we're not traveling. Um, she's a tea leaf reader, and she also does Reiki. She's Reiki certified, and she does palm readings as well. And then we have her daughter, Nikita, which does psychometry, which is touching items and being able to read, read them, like, for instance, like a like a, a ring or a, a bracelet or, you know, anything that she can touch and kind of get a feel for a house, a car, whatever it is. <laughs> um, we actually travel around the United States to events. People invite us to come to speak and to do our readings. And we, at the home base, at the Nickerson Sneed, we do a lot of events there, like seances. We do the old-style Victorian seances and experiments. Um, we actually bring in certain paranormal teams to kind of monitor us. So they get to sit in and video us, and they get to document this scientifically. And it's pretty cool. But, yeah, we're, we're pretty blessed. Uh, we're, we're kind of crazy busy right now like we're, we're going down to florida for this uh, paranormal kicks cancer event and last weekend i think well it's been crazy 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 <laughs> we are on the road for the next month long time then what was that i said a long time then Now, funny you said about tea leaves. My, I, my, I have a history of gypsies in my family. My dad's mum was a gypsy, and came from a gypsy background. Oh, really? So they are well renowned for tarot card readings, tea leaf um, re- readings. I don't know if she could do it herself. I never got round to asking it, but probably could.
dance, and um, it's amazing. And um, I don't know, we're just having fun and helping people. So, you know, as a sisterhood, we all consider each other sisters. Um, we're very much bonded and just want to go travel and see the world and heal people and talk to people and educate people on their psychic abilities and the paranormal. Yeah, because I, 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 I think I'm right that Harry Houdini was a great spiritualist, although he went around trying to debunk people. He was a great he spiritualist. Was. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. He would go around and test mediums, and he would call them out for being fake. Yeah. I think he. he, he I think his wife did a seance, um, regular seances yep. at one time, and he, yeah, he was, you're right. He's supposed to have left a, a a special word or something that only she. Uh huh. If he had got yeah. through it, it was proof that he was able to talk to her. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. You know, it was something that we always mentioned. We actually just uh, done a um, scarefest. Scarefest is a big horror paranormal convention <laughs> in Lexington, in Kentucky, here in the United States, and um, we went out there and everything. And um, Misty, she was asking. The, the people sitting in on our speech um, about certain things and it's funny because people who are not truly like deep into this field you know we know things that other people are like wow really like Dan Aykroyd his family was our spiritualist and UFOlogist yes I know he's a great UFOlogist I think he's written books about it as well I'm not too sure but I'm sure he has if not, he ought to. And you know, I mean, and then you got Kesha, the pop star. She, uh, she's had spectrophilia happen to her, which is sex with a spirit. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. It was a, a thing yeah, on the yeah, yeah. a British television. A woman came on, and um, they, they, unfortunately, the presenters took the Mickey out of her a little bit, which is a bit shameful because I think I believe that you should. Listen to people. If you're a skeptic, fine. But don't take the mickey, because that's not fair. <laughs> right, right. I agree. <laughs> Seriously. Um, you know, it's, there was a, there's a movement over there. What's the group of people that done the experiments? Um, I, was, I, don't, I don't remember exactly what it was. I'm a documentary person. So I've watched, like, tons of different documentaries on things. But there was a spiritualist group over there, right? I don't know at the moment, but I have heard of the Philip experiment. Have you heard of that? What was that? The Philip experiment. That might be what it is. Might be. I don't know. Uh, Well, basically, these scientists set up a, a group of people... And he made a fake person up called Philip. He didn't exist because they wanted to see how an Ouija board worked. So he made a complete fake history of this person up, a fake everything. And the first session they did was like a tap on the table thing, you know, yes or no answers. But he was only allowed to ask questions about his history. So obviously they was feeding questions and feeding the answers. And the next time, they did a proper Ouija board seance bit, where you do the pentetta, I think that's right. And they was yeah. allowed to... And they, the findings were, they, they couldn't 
they they found it that they unconclusive because they reckon they couldn't contact the Philip, but they did get something, but they didn't know what. But I reckon something else came through just to tell them stop mucking about. Psychics, um, even our group with the Southern Gypsies, we, we run around, we have people that come to just test us, and it's not that they intentionally do it, not all of them anyway, uh, but they sit down with the mindset of testing us, like, you know, this may be my first reading, or is this person really who they say they are, so I always call them out, um, I don't know, have, have you had some readings, Missy, where you call people out? No. You don't never say, I know you're here to test me. No? Okay. Yeah. So Missy said the proof's in the pudding, they're going to be a believer at the end. But at the end, I'm always like, you were here to test me, so. <laughs> well, I. Smile at them and well, I, I. Since I've been in my coma, I've had. I get strange smells. I don't see anything or hear anything, but I get strange aromas sometimes, like strawberries or the sense of death and stuff like that, which is... You know, when I, yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, when I first started awakening, because what, I, what it is is, you know, it is a spiritual awakening when people go through something that traumatic and they come out with this different mindset and belief system because they have been subject to something bigger than themselves and so they're thinking more outside of the box so it opens up your third eye it opens up everything and it bursts open the wall i always call it the crack in the wall from doctor who that's what how i refer to my spirituality <laughs> and um but what's cool about it is, is that once you start going through that, little things start to happen. Like for me personally, I would start, I would hear the radio playing, um, and there was no radio playing at all. Um, I would hear voices, conversations of people outside. Um, it sounded like they were muffled, and they would be having these full-on conversations. So, you know, it, I feel like doing that and smelling things like that. Like you just mentioned, is just a little part of the beginning of something more if you actually tune in and try to control it. And why would I? Well, I thought when I was in the coffin coma, I honestly think that I touched like a like a my version of heaven. I, I'm a great believer that we have our own version of heaven and hell. I don't think there is such one or the either. No. I think we create our own version. No, I don't Absolutely. Well, this is the thing. I believe in higher planes and lower planes. We are taught what positive and negative are. So when people start mentioning uh, demons and uh, demonic entities and things like that, there's no such thing. It's a negative energy. You give it power. Um, you give it a name. Uh, so that's how that comes about to me. So when people mention heaven, it's a higher plane of existence. When they mention hell, it's a lower plane of existence. Um, it's not. It's not like it's told to us and how we're ingrained in our minds to believe it. Well, I believe that we got, as you said earlier, we got great capacity of healing energy. I give. I always give the example of, you know, when we have Remembrance Day. I, I presume you have like a Remembrance Day over in the States. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Where you have the two-minute silence. Everybody respects the two-minute silence all over the world. The whole world stops for two minutes. Now, if you was a visiting alien or being or entity, you'd be totally impressed by this moment. Right. Right, absolutely. I mean, you know, we're all connected energy-wise. I mean, we are all one when it boils down to it. Um, And unfortunately, I wouldn't want to say I was one with some people. (laughs) But, um... But we are, we are um, all connected. So when one, say something like, for instance, here in the states, when nine eleven happened, it affected the whole world. We all stopped for that few minutes to to just wow, what's going on? And all that energy connected all around the world, um, not just the United States, but all surrounding that we're watching, and how it affected everybody emotionally on that emotional level, and that's the energy. So when people send out intent, like people say, well, I'll pray for you or I'm sending healing thoughts for you, you know, if if you're actually doing it, then you're just putting intent out into the universe. And, um, you know, that's a positive thing. I always like to uh, tell people it's like it's the power of positivity. It's the law, law of attraction. What you put out comes back to you. Well, I've got I've got two theories about God. My, do you want to listen to them? It's up to you. What was that? I got two theories about God. Okay. The first theory is one like you mentioned earlier that we when we die we all like a we we all are an energy force and we join God who's like a white I don't think he's like a being I think he's like a white energy and we all yes. connect to him like a hive. They all come like a hive mind. You know, all right. interact with our in, in, our experiences and uh, right. And the the other my other one is a bit more controversial. Are you ready? You what? My my other theory is a little bit more controversial. Oh, okay. Well, I want to hear it. Go ahead. I'm a very <laughs> open-minded person. God is a schizophrenic. <laughs> well, because basically it says in the Bible we're made in His image, and we are both good and bad. So He must be both good and bad in that way. I don't mean it in a disreputable way to anybody of religious meaning, but you know what I'm saying. It's a debate. Yeah. No, I haven't, sorry. Okay, so the... I mean, what an album. Oh. You've heard it, right? Oh, of course, yeah, I love it, yeah. That opening track, the, the guitar the work, guitar work. Is just... Oh, my... Oh. It's amazing. And then it goes all, all freestyle, freestyle jazz. jazz. I know, what, yeah. what a twist that was. You, you haven't heard it, have you? I haven't heard it. No, I don't know who you're talking about. Mm. 
Vodafone gives you two years of the latest music from Spotify Premium on a two-year red entertainment plan. The future's exciting. Ready? Vodafone. Automatically renews at the end of your contract for a charge unless cancelled. Terms and verification at vodafone.co.uk slash red entertainment. Being able to go into meditation and just go with the flow and let spirit lead me. Well, it was 2016 that I was pulled up to the Akashic Records during a meditation. And it was incredible. I'm the type of person who I don't read too much into things unless it happens to me. So when it happened, I was I was at this beautiful place. I mean, I was, it was amazing. The stone was like unbelievably like Greek almost. You know, it's like you're in a Hercules movie or something, you know? The building was huge. Um, you know, long story short, um, you know, as soon as I got in, I was meant to look at myself in the mirror. And, man, she was sexy as hell. I was like, who's this sexy bitch? And it was not, and, you know, it was myself. So, and I knew at that moment, it was like, you've reached your higher self. Um... I went meant to look down the hallways, and the hallways are the, that's the library, and that's where you access people's past lives, things like that, but I wasn't meant to walk down the hallways, I just walked straight down, you know, where I was, in front of me, um, and then it opened up to this huge room, and it was like a big ballroom, and there was a white pillow in the middle of this big ballroom, and I, went, I knew I was supposed to sit on that pillow, so here I am, in my meditation, in the Akashic Records in my meditation, because this is how it works. People have it so wrong when they, you know, talk about this. Um, but anyway, I was, I sat on the pillow and these white, white beings surrounded me. And they had no faces. They had no, you know, distinct details. They were just white, white beings. And they told me that I would be healing more and my healing would be more intense. And it has been. Um, and they showed me two of my past lives, which later on, which this year, earlier this year, I had a past life regression, and two of those lives that I was shown, shown, I actually went through under hypnosis, so it was pretty cool and validating. Well, I, 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 I like that. Unfortunately, my ghost friend interfered with me, and I... And this now this show will be in two parts. I do apologise about that, Holly. <laughs> it's okay. And my friend likes to play japes on me, which is a joke. If anybody doesn't understand what a jape is, and um, <laughs> my wife the other day saw a, a shadow figure coming from our front room into our shower room. And when I've done e- um, um, EVP readings, they're very strong near the shower room. <laughs> wow. So there you are. Now, ladies, um, before I go, is there any links that you'd like to mention? Please do. on Facebook. You can go to the Common Sisters Facebook and go give them a like. Um, you can go to Southern Gypsies. Uh, we're on Instagram as well. You can uh, find me under Holly Mullins. 
And you can find the Southern Gypsies under the Southern Gypsies and follow us along our ride because this journey is about to get even more wilder. <laughs> well, ladies, before we go, I always like to do an unique sign-off. Are you ready? Sure. What are we going to do? Right, ready, ready, ladies. <clears throat> Thank you for being on my show. It was so great to listen from you, you know. I wish you luck on your journey. And hello to the other ladies. Good night, goodbye. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry that it will be in two parts. I do apologise. And thank you for doing this for me. I do appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. It's so nice to hear your accent. That It's just wonderful. Well, it's Essex, Devon. I'm from De- uh-huh. Essex originally, and I live in Devon now. Well, Devon people talk like that. Oi, oi. Oi, my darling. How are you, no my love? I've never been over there. I have no clue what you're talking about, but I got you. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, my friends. Have a good trip, ladies. All right. Thank you, darling. You have a good one. Bye then. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hilton Garden Inn. We've got all you foodies covered. In the morning, we'll set you up with eggs cooked just the way you like and a freshly squeezed glass of orange juice. And then in the evening, you can wind down with a flatbread and a cold beer after a long day exploring. With cooked-to-order breakfast, delicious plates and a tasty drinks menu, visit HiltonGardenInn.com and rediscover the simple pleasures in life.